Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Welcome back. Shalom, to brothers. Welcome back to the Firestarters podcast for Jesus. Is this episode 22 or episode 23? Yes. Uh, yes. 22? Yes. 22, yeah. Anyways, guys, um, today's episode is about knowing what truth is. Before we Facts. start, though, you can see there's only three of us. Um, Everyone else died. Yeah. Uh, Matthew thought gains were more important than Jesus, so he's at the gym, and he's at the store getting himself probably some chicken breasts and rice. Oh, wait, but beforehand, he was um, having a math tutor. There's no problem There's no problem with having a math tutor. He's failing math, But so. the problem was that he's failing math, <laughs> so... He's yeah. going to listen to this and be like, why do they have to tell everybody? <laughs> Go uh, tell him, remind us on the TikTok that he's failing math, and... He's Make it a running joke that Matthew sucks at math, <laughs> even though I'm definitely worse than him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, oh, yeah. So Wolfgang is in Denver. Lewis is sleeping. sleeping. He had a, a rough, not a rough, he had a long he didn't sleep. Yeah. And Robbie is a taco because he has a taco costume. So it was actually really cool. And he was, was wearing a sombrero. It's cool, too. It's really cute. All right, guys. So I'm gonna start this off with what do you guys? What is your main truth? And I know I feel like I know what you guys are gonna say, but like, what seriously is your wait? Truth? Get this, it's Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> um, little high five on the same answer. Boom. Yeah. Okay. But I think that there has to be some elaboration because I think every Christian would be like, "Oh, Jesus." Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's a really complicated answer for a simple question. Cause like, I filling guess, in Aiden's blanks as he speaks. No, yeah, I guess the way I the way I hear it is like, what are your habits that prove the fruit you provide? Mm-hmm. That like, what proves that your truth is in Jesus? Yeah, or that Jesus is your truth. Exactly. I guess I guess the question to like get deeper on that is like, how do you find the truth? Like, what are the steps you take to make sure something is true and not false? I guess in a sense. Mm-hmm. Your and truth is Jesus too, right, Luke? Just confirm. Just making sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Let's go. <laughs> the hat. Three out of three. <laughs> well, okay, so to go deeper on that, the truth to me is the word of God. Um, in the Bible, I think in John, it talks about, and the word was God, or... The word was God, and God was the word. Something like that. Yeah, maybe. so I mean, Jesus, God, Bible, kind of all under the umbrella of what our truth is. But I think we can find the most detailed truth in the Bible of what yeah. Jesus' principles are mm-hmm. and truth that he lays out for us. Um, yeah, and I think um, I think for all of us, I think truth is just, if someone were to ask us a question about something, we would be able to respond with like a biblical answer, right? Yeah. That, w- that would be my truth, just anything that's in the Bible. Well, for me, I think... If you say like, "What's your truth?" That sounds like that. Like some people, are like, "What? What does that even mean?" To me, that means like, "Where do you kind of get like your morals from?" Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. in a way, like yeah. I get my morals from the Bible. Like, don't steal, don't lie, whatever. So, but how do you make sure that that is the correct truth that you believe? Um. Well, first of all, maybe um, you can check it against like what other people believe which is obviously not like the most like not everyone's right but if there's like a really big group of people and well I mean you also just feel it in your heart right if you know like something's right like Mm -hmm. when if for instance you were to lie you'd be like bro I just lied that that, that felt horrible that feels (laughs) not good but then let me me play devil's advocate like what if uh um someone says advocating for the, for the devil, devil? <laughs> someone says that murder feels right and good to them. Does that mean it's true? No, because there's exceptions to. Um, or no, because it's not from the Bible, and we're right and they're wrong. <laughs> Boom, <laughs> roasted. Okay, no, but like <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but for me, well, it's like, how to like take that. their truths and twist it. So we we believe in the Bible. Because of Jesus, we believe in Jesus because, first of all, we feel that in our spirit and our soul, and it seems true to us. And we see in the creation, we know that we aren't random. And then we believe in that because... Yeah, because this, this was our choice yeah. to be followers of Christ. I think we believe also 
as strongly as we do because we had good upbringings. So that foundation was laid where we got all the really, you know, basic truths. And once we understood that, it's a lot easier to build up from there and understand some of the harder true things about God and what he says. Parenting and discipline at a young age is really important to creating a moral compass in the first place and creating a, um, a truth mm-hmm. for the case of this question. But then to dig, dig even deeper, like, I feel like this is almost like not right to believe this way, but like, I believe the Bible strongly because there's so many like historical facts and it's like one of the most accurate books there is in the world. Yeah. And then obviously cause Jesus wrote it, but to like prove that, like also first off Jesus, like if you think about it, like what would the, what was, what is the point of Jesus saying what he did if it was a lie? It didn't benefit him in any way. People yeah. hated what he said, and it it made him famous, but not for the things someone would want to be famous for necessarily. I mean, to some people, obviously, like people loved him, but most people didn't like Jesus. I'm not. So, I don't know if you should name most, but like most people nowadays, like yeah, wouldn't they'll say they're Christian, sure, but like, do they really know what that means? Would they really love Jesus if they had to like follow all the things he says and like apply those to their lives? So. There was no point for Jesus to lie. So either he was crazy or he was a liar. Um, and those things. Or he mean, was the absolute truth. Yeah. So he could be one of those three things. And most all all facts point to that he is the ultimate truth. So I guess that's where we get our truth from. Just to lay the foundation of where we get our truth from is the word of God, which Jesus um, inf- influenced and inspired. Because it was written by man, um, but influenced through God. Yeah. So uh, that's the first thing. And so this next thing is like, I feel I brought this subject up first off because I was at an abortion protest and I was arguing with these people about abortion. And I was like, wait, before we go any further, I just want to make something clear. We all believe there's one true thing. For example, like we all believe the sky is blue, right? It can't be two colors and both of us are right. And like, no, there is everyone can have their own truth and it's right. And like, how does that work? Because like, there can only be one right thing. There can only be one true fact. There can't, we can't both have the same true fact that we're both hold as true, but they're different. You okay, know what I mean? Building off of what you just said with like the sky example, for instance, one person has 20, 20 vision. You see, boom, it's the sky. Mm-hmm. And then the other person is colorblind and they will see it as red. Right, so yeah. they'll look at the sky, and the perfect uh, the person with an actual like twenty twenty vision is like that's blue, and then the person that sees it through the world's lens or color blindness sees it as red, um, and that's so yeah. So them, sin would be a disease. That's a, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, if that makes sense at all. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's the thing. Um, my English teacher, <laughs> sorry, my English teacher put it really well. She said um, that there's like. Uh, qualitative truth, or like no, it's quantitative truth and like personal truth. So the quantitative Can you define truth, quantitative. Yeah. Um. So that would be like statistics. Okay. So like um, facts almost. Yeah, facts and like evidence would be another word for that. Like rocks are hard. Yeah. Because <laughs> cool. I think no one disagrees that the sky is not blue in the scientific term of the color of it being. Yeah, blue. colorblind colorblind people will still refer to a red sky as blue. Yeah. That's the thing. So, (laughs) like, the problem with that is now, like, people, they know that it's not red, Mm -hmm. but they will just still call it red because everyone's told them that it's okay that it's red. Yeah. Yeah. But also, um, there's personal truth, which is, like, things that have influenced your life, kind of. Yeah, things that have influenced your beliefs. Mm -hmm. It's basically your beliefs based off of your experiences, um, your upbringing, um, trauma anything like that can yeah. like change your perspective on something completely yeah like if you had an alcoholic abusive father you'd be like bro all dads are bad dads suck yeah okay. yeah and that would be a personal truth which isn't true though so well which isn't necessarily true it's the true pers- for that the personal truth, case. No, the whole point of a personal truth is that it's objective and it's not something yeah. that is to be disputed um neither truth is to be disputed because um the quantitative truth is just facts. There's nothing to argue about. Mm. And the personal truth is just beliefs. You can maybe change someone's mind, but it's not like... I think you're saying it's true for them because of their experiences, but it doesn't apply to everyone. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, th- yeah, there can be things that are true to us that aren't true to other people because of circumstances. Like, 
someone's stronger because they went to the gym. Okay, this is a bad example. Never mind. Anyways, <laughs> um, but as far as religion and the creator goes, they can't all be right. There is one true creator and one true God because if that wasn't the case, they would all contradict each other in that way. Um, and yeah, sure, like maybe Muslims and Christians, they ha- they have like the same origin, like same past in the sense of like it's an Abrahamic religion, but they branch off and then one of them's right and one of them's wrong. They can't both be right because they have different um, ideas that are so so different that they would contradict not, each yeah, other. They contradict each other. So there's only one true truth, which is God, um, which we know is true, but other people would disagree with us because they don't think it's true. So it's, I mean, it's so hard. The per- yeah, the personal truth thing is such a yeah really complicated thing. Um, but like to just simplify it, I guess, like I feel like it, when I was at that rally, like a lot of, we're, none of our generation, I feel like is scared of voicing their opinion. Um, especially over social it's media, no one can really tell them their opinion. No one can fact check anymore. them. Yeah. Um, but not a lot of our generation is so misinformed and they don't know what the truth is. So, and there's, it's so easy to persuade something or someone of something. Yeah. We're really, really quick. No, I got to Like our generation is really gullible. <laughs> like yeah. I, I speak for us too. I'm not talking about like the other side, like everyone in Every, our age yeah. group is gullible and it makes it really easy for, um, media, um, it's easy to adults be in general just yeah. to manipulate our opinions and stuff. Yeah. But adults are not, it goes, really all goes back some to influence some too. Some adults like are pretty, are influence pretty gullible as well. Yeah, some, like some people never mature. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I honestly kind of got this topic from, I was listening to a sermon by Sadie Robinson. She started preaching like at churches when she was like our age, which is pretty cool. That's sick. But she said, our generation doesn't struggle with telling the truth. It doesn't know what the truth is. So that's, I think, the main problem. I actually it's, really like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, And then like, I this is, I guess, the next topic in a way is like, your feelings don't determine what's true. I guess your soul can kind of determine what's true though. Like we were talking about, like you feel that it's right and wrong. Yeah. Like you can, I don't know. <laughs> but I think, I think by feelings I'm, I'm, I'm talking about like if this feels right and good, not right, but if this feels good and it's pleasing me, then it must be true, which isn't the case. Um, and then you can't argue with someone's truth um, when it's their opinion which is kind of leading back to what we said before. Personal truth. Yeah. So truth is hard, a hard, hard thing. All right. So we've defined what our truth is. We know what we believe. We know it's Jesus. We know it's the Bible. And if that's not your truth, um, research it, you know, look at kind of where I started from. Yeah. Look, look, like see on facts on why the Bible are true. Then once the Bible becomes a real historical factual book and look at its claims that it says Jesus is Lord, start looking at that and then, from there, you can kind of start coming to the conclusion that, yeah, Jesus is real. Jesus is my Savior and the only way that I can be saved. And then once you know that, I mean, it's all, uh, as this, again, like life is not happy with Jesus in the earthly sense, but you know you're saved. So Yeah, and another thing is, um, this. it's like almost like the early bird gets the worm in this generation in a sense. It's like the first thing you hear or see, you're like, damn, that's that's true. Like, you can see a rumor on social media, and then you can go around and tell your friends that, and then they believe what you said because you saw it on some, you know, joke account. Like, um, I don't know. The Onion. <laughs> the Onion, yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, please, please don't take The Onion or, like, the Babylon <laughs> the, Bee seriously. Yeah, They're the, so funny. But the, <laughs> the Onion, like, news series where, like, the new torture, me- or the new death penalty in Ohio is, like, they just, like, I don't know. They twist their head off. It was a s- <laughs> such a stupid it's onion satire. video, and it's I satire. was I was young, and I saw it in like sixth grade, and I was like, "Mom, look! In Ohio, they <laughs> twist your heads off to kill you now." And she was like, "That's not real." And I was like, <laughs> "What?" Because because it like looked legit, but it's uh, yeah. I think a lot of the time we only read the headlines that we want to be true. Yeah, mm-hmm. we don't read the things like if it says something against a political party that we don't agree with. Like, I'm not even going to read it because I know there's it's a, wrong already. There's a, like, there's a word for that. It's like... Um, bias. bias. Well, it's yeah. bias, but it's it's like research bias or something like that. 
you only look for you only seek information that will support your argument. That's mm-hmm. the and sometimes that yeah. just happens subconsciously. Mm-hmm. And I think as Christians we do that a lot really too. We like we just brush off everything else and don't even research it, which in the long run it hurts us because if we don't know what the other side thinks, we can't exactly. argue with if them. If you want to win yeah. an argument, you got it. Like all the time, I'll watch news on things that I totally disagree with, and I'll like see what they're like trying to say, and I'm mm-hmm. like. You just twisted this story that I like know for the fact is wrong because like I've, um, you can't believe really almost anyone like but your own brain anymore. Like you can see what these two news networks will say, but then you can go review like the video on your own, and you got you got to make your own opinion on it. You yeah, gotta make your own truth out of that. Uh, like what is like factually? Well, the truth based, based on the Bible, exactly, yeah, and facts. Um, and then like even pastors these days, you go on TikTok, and there's so much false information out there that they can claim to be true and it's easy that you can make the bible say anything you want to if you take it out of context um so yeah i think what we should talk about now is like once we know what your what the real truth is how does our life look like and i feel like we talked about that last a lot on the last episode with nana um what does a godly life look like so if you want to see what your life should look like when you Know the truth. You know Jesus is your savior. Go watch that episode. But go, we, go check out the previous episode, guys. <laughs> we, we we talk with Pam Fisher. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Hit the merch <laughs> like link. And Smash that like button. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I guess let's just sum up a godly life in a few short. We, we can each make a comment on it, but if whoever wants to go first. Uh, Pam Fisher, period. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> okay, no. I want to elaborate on that, though, because we're Jonah and I were actually talking about this the other night. Like, one of my goals in life is to live a godly life, meaning every time I have free time, the first thing I turn to is, like, scripture or, like, anything biblical, like, worship music, or, for example. Like, yeah, exactly. Like when It's a, I, it's when a I really have, big goal, but I want to live like Pam Fisher. But when I have free time now, I'm like, retro bowl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you yeah. Know? Can I uh, – um, I'll explain retro bowl to them. So, basically, it's like um, – it's an 8-bit – football arcade game that you can play on your phone or your computer um it's kind of like a strategy game but it's also not sponsored <laughs> not, sponsored. <laughs> not, not sponsored but go make sure to go download it guys no don't don't. it's a waste of time <laughs> it is a waste of time it it's really stupid <laughs> i need to delete it um i guess i'll sum up my journey if you want to go first let me know but i already did bro i i, I said two words pan fisher well they don't know what that is so uh, maybe kind of define that love everyone and every uh well i mean the way i would define that is just every time you have free time you just go read the bible or loving like the worship. way jesus did <laughs> yeah so yeah i think we can't just confine the loving when you have free time you love all day long no matter what time you're in yeah, yeah that's yeah. i have busy time so uh, this this perfectly correlates to the question that madison asked um Another question for y'all. How do you guys balance work, school, sports, and God? Mm. I've been really stressing lately and haven't had time to open up my Bible. Do you guys have any tips for managing schedules? Madison, very unfortunately, I have, I'm have. a I'm a no-life loser who kind of just sits at home and plays video games and does a podcast. So, <laughs> um, unfortunately, I can't really help you out we here. We have no friends. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. No, so, I mean... Jesus is a friend of mine. <laughs> we should just play that song. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is my friend. Jesus is a friend of mine. I have a friend of Jesus. No, but, like, you can't pencil God into your schedule. That's not how it works. You're like, okay, God, today I have time for you. I'll, I'll, I'll schedule you in for a little a little 15-minute Bible study time. <laughs> yeah, you you it's open like your planner. Tells, like, it's like someone, when someone tells you an unfunny joke and you tell them you're going to, like, schedule a laugh <laughs> in the next five business days. Like. <laughs> no, it's, it's you don't open your planner and you're like, wow, I have nothing to do from 11.35 to 11.36. Let me just kind of just, you know, uh, put them in there. Um, if you really want to make time for something, even if you don't have time, you can make time for something. It it, it works like that. If you, re- if you really are that committed and you want to, you will make time. Yeah. Also, I want to, I want to, um, rephrase like, uh, I guess, yeah, rephrase what Luke said like five minutes ago. Um, God isn't something like in your schedule. He I is the schedule. He is the schedule. <laughs> I mean, he's the he, like your schedule planner. He's the paper that you write your schedule on. You do everything through God. Like if 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 you want to super simplify, I bring this up every single episode. But I'm bringing it up again. 
God is, yeah, I like that. The paper that you write your schedule on, and that paper pretty much means love God first and love others. And if you do everything you write on your planner, like doing those two things, you're first off living God's will for your life, like on the basic term, and you're, you know, following what he, you're, you're living a godly life. Yeah. So, but also, can you reread the question? Cause uh, I want to go into more detail about like the school part. How do you guys balance work, school, sports, and God? I've been really stressed lately and haven't had any time to open, open up my Bible. Do you guys have any tips for managing schedules? Okay, First yeah. off, you've probably found us off TikTok. So, Delete TikTok and read the Bible and stuff. So. <laughs> yeah, and second of all, what I was going to say is there is so much random junk in your life that you can just throw, uh, like, off the like top. sleep. Of, yeah. <laughs> sleep is for the week. Don't do it. Um, there's so much random junk that I can just think of, like, right now that I can my just. My phone. I want to throw that thing off a cliff sometimes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I spend so much time on it. I need a flip phone so I don't, like. <laughs> I just need to be able to call and text people. This is, like, useless. Everything else on it is useless. Waste of time. That's Just the first thing that pointing comes to, to the floor. <laughs> well, you guys don't know, but my phone's right there. <laughs> um, yeah. So <laughs> there's there's but a lot of random junk that you can just really quick. Like if you go to the bathroom, you're like, mm, I'm going to the bathroom. Pray, pray while you're on the bathroom. <laughs> on the bathroom. On the bathroom. Use okay, it. but also, you got like you said, school, work, and sports. Um, God's in all of those things. Um, so imagine. Going away to school and being like, all right, God, I'm just asking that uh, you can speak through me to be social because I have no friends. And um, <laughs> Jesus is a friend of mine. <laughs> uh, just pray right before school and after school. Uh, pray. Like, During school. Pray. pray. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That's like, that's all I can say because that's all like. That no, but yeah. I Aiden do. will be praying for you to pray. I'll pray. <laughs> uh, you can't separate your daily life and your spiritual life because it's almost like baking. If you take the eggs and what all, all the other ingredients, but you don't mix them together, it's not going to taste good. It's just going to be weird. You have to; it has to be <laughs> blended together. They have to inter like intermingle with each other because if it's really truth, it's going to be spread across your whole life and everything you do. Yeah, you're not just going to devour a single egg, then you eat the flour, then you drink the water to make bread. Yeah, it's all got to be mixed together. And it rises in your stomach. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right, so I think we've uh, talked about all the truth things that we uh, can talk about. Um, So let's hop into some Q&A. Q&A. Johnny, you want to listen to the question? Yeah. Nicole, I can tell that you're a new viewer because we've talked about this topic 8 million times, but just for you. Nicole asks, constantly listening to music that isn't worship music, e.g. pop slash rap that contains swearing. Um, that I don't know sentence what your, I don't doesn't know, really make sense. I don't know sense. what your question is. Um, <laughs> it's pretty obvious what her question she, is. Yeah, she's asking if it's I. You know, no. Um, if it's I. Uh yeah, um, Luke, you need to make a short on Kanye's. This. Kanye's a yeah. great transition from between rap and worship. You know what my answer to, <laughs> my, my answer to this is going to be: we have YouTube Shorts now, which is basically it takes a question or one topic and puts in like under fifteen minute video, so you can just have that answered because we get questions that are the same all the time. So go check out that video. I'll make a shorts on cussing and stuff in the future. We are lazy. I think we should answer this one more time as best as we can. The Bible talks about, first off, not saying anything unwholesome that yeah, may it was like bring don't let any down. unwholesome words come out of your mouth, right? Yeah, so if you don't want to say it to people, you don't want to listen to people saying those words to you as well. Um, what you take in is what you put out. Yeah, so if really for anything in life, if it's not honoring God and praising God, get rid of it, um, which is... Very hard. I'm not saying any of us do that because there's always going to be something in our life that doesn't honor and is perfect to God because we are not perfect. Hey, but if Juice's beat is like actually fire, are you still going to hell? No. <laughs> <laughs> like no. you can enjoy music that isn't worship godly music. Mm-hmm. I mean, as long as it doesn't influence you. And I yeah. mean, at least it doesn't influence me. Like, uh, well, not, not that you know of. Well, it's hard to see that I know of. I mean, conscious thing. Th- I mean, rappers are always like, yeah. Don't. Drugs, <laughs> killing women, women. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not going around drugs, killing, and women. You know what I mean? Um, but 
if you don't want it, then don't listen to it. And, you know, in some situations, it might, this is going to be, like, a super big excuse, but, like, people don't want to listen to people that are absolutely not understanding of their culture. So, like, they'll refer to a song, and you're like, I don't know who Kanye West is. Do you mean Oceans? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know who, you know, Drake is or something. They'll look at you as a social outcast and someone that is irrelevant. So, in a way, like, if you want to be a hip youth pastor and, like, (laughs) connect with kids, (laughs) a lot of times I feel like, unless you're really, really good in just teaching the word of God and like super fact-based knowledge, I think maybe kind of knowing what people listen to and knowing what they're influenced by is also helpful in teaching them the gospel in a way. So, you you know, Jesus only had 12 friends. Jonah (laughs) has like 500. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I think we answered that question. So, you know, it, it's, I'm sorry, this question's not like a definite, no, you can, or yes, you can, but it's like, Know what you're watching and listening to and what you're influenced by. It's almost a decision you have to make by yourself. If you know that you're not going to be, like, absolutely dragged down by it and stuff, then you just got to, like, you just got to set your limits, like, in everything. Yeah. Moderation. This this is another thing I want to talk about, too. Like, every time people are like, or I should just listen to worship music and I should just worship God all day. Be a Bible warrior, like Jonah says. Yeah. (laughs) And I I just want to... kind of define what worship is because a lot of people just think it's standing in church with other people and listening to a band and singing (laughs) praises to God. That's not all worship is. The highest form of worship is living your life according to Jesus's, um, through his like, yeah, through his laws, I guess we could say like living Jesus through the, what would Jesus do lifestyle? Yeah. Living a godly life is the highest form of worship. When you give up your body, your time, your life to Jesus is the highest form of worship. So it's not, I don't know how it got defined as just worshiping and singing songs, but worship is your entire life. And this kind of goes back to worship isn't just that one hour you spend in church a week when you're singing to God. Worship should be your whole life. You should live your whole life to honor and praise God. So it doesn't have to be just through instruments and singing. It can be through, you know, being a good example to others, loving others, and then, yeah, giving time to God and um, just being... Uh, what would Jesus do person? Yeah. And people have their, sorry, I don't, I don't want to take this like conversation for too long, but people have their mediums of worship and most of it is music. That's why when people say worship, they usually mean like worship music. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I mean, worshiping God is amazing. Definitely don't stop doing that, but it's not the only form of worship. Mm-hmm. Um, Next up, Zuba Gaming. This is another recur. I love you, Zuba Gaming. Questionnaire. I wonder what you <laughs> game, bro. Uh, or it could be a girl. You never know. Or, yeah, sis or them. Sister. <laughs> you know how you're supposed to obey your parents? What if your parents tell you to do something that is bad? Also, you know how you're not supposed to do marketing. Let's listen to this first part first. Yeah, okay. Part one of the question. So I just want to read to what he's referring to here in the Bible, which is Exodus 20.12. Um, let me pull it up here real quick. It's part of the Ten Commandments. Should have pulled this up before. So he's referring to Exodus twenty twelve, which says, Honor your father and your mother, so that you may live long in the land of the Lord your God is giving you. And there's like so many verses in the Bible where he's like, Honor your parents and you'll live a long life. You know, honor God, you'll live a long life. So just pretty much honoring the authority God has placed over you will make I guess your life span longer. <laughs> yeah. I know I don't know if he says we'll give you a long life as it it'll be a good life or it will be, you know, uh, life worth living or if it's actually just going to be longer in years. I don't know what he means by that if it's like metaphorical or something, but you'll have a better life if you honor um, the authorities God has put over your life. And so, something you'll notice too is it, does, it doesn't it does even use the word obey. There's probably like that one translation out there that does use obey, but in like 90% of the translations it says honor. Yeah, and there's, honor also, and there's also the ones that's like... is not the same thing. Yeah, there's also the ones where it's like s- slaves must obey their masters, but yeah. like it yeah. definitely did not mean slaves in that sense. Because, um, yeah, like slaves in biblical times were just more like butlers yeah. in our world. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, it says honor, not mm-hmm. obey. Mm-hmm. And the, the difference between honoring and obeying is honor is... Uh, I had the definition pulled up earlier. I'm going to pull it up Before again. you were playing Retro Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Before I was playing Retro Bowl. But no, John, while you're looking that up, I think I think this falls under two categories because there's there's parents like we have which know the truth and know what is right and have longer li- like have lived longer so they have more wisdom in that sense. 
So it's easy to honor them and obey them because we know it's not easy, but it's like easy to understand why we would have to do that. But then there's the other side. Yeah, there's the lucky ducklings who don't have religious parents or Christian parents and they want to worship. I mean, usually in that case, the parents are fine with it. Not all the t- I mean, yeah, in it's, this culture. Well, if you, if you come from in, a different Because my parents were like, eight, like they, they actually asked me at one point, they're like, Aiden, are you Christian? Because like they knew it was my choice. Mm-hmm. And that's how I knew it was my choice too when they had to ask me if, it, if I wanted to be Christian. But like if you're in a Muslim country and your whole family believes in Allah, if you're that one Christian in the family, you're outcast, right? Yeah. So obeying your parents, like if you're in a Muslim, in a Muslim or like whatever culture you're in, that disagree <laughs> disagrees with your um, belief in Jesus, it's hard to honor them in a lot of things because it doesn't agree with the truth, right? So you have to like find... But it's not obeying, so you don't have to. When when they tell you you have to worship all, you don't have to obey them, but, but you can still, still honor, honor them. them. So maybe read that definition so of honor. The definition of honor is actually very very short and sweet, but it's honor or no, it's regard with great respect, and respect again is um, just something that someone that you give to someone who's like earned it, like you can respect a person for um, they birthed you. You can basically respect <laughs> yeah. You can basically respect a person even if you don't like them. Or yeah. agree with them, yeah. There's certain things that you can disagree on, but you can still respect them. So respect. that's, yeah. <laughs> so I think what, just if, if your parents aren't Christian and they're telling you to do things that are not following God's law, always look at God's Run away. standards. Run away, run away, run away. <laughs> God's standards and God's will for your life and follow that first. And then if your parents say otherwise, obviously don't listen to them, but you can still honor them by loving them, by sh- telling them what's true and, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, so kind of circling back to the personal truth, tell them your personal truth, why you believe what you believe. Not and just you your personal truth, but that truth, bro. <laughs> and if they really, like, care about you since you are their child, they might just be a little persuaded. Nice. Facts. Also, you know how you're not supposed to do markings on your skin? I love how he words this question. <laughs> you know how you're not supposed to do that? <laughs> what if I did? <laughs> Does makeup and face paint count as markings? So, also, oh. <laughs> uh, verse he is referring to is Leviticus 19.28. Let's pull that boy up. That's the body is your temple, right? No. Oh, my God. What did you do, Luke? Okay. So it says, do not cut your bodies for the dead or put tattoo marks on yourself. I am the Lord. Okay. So let's actually switch this to the uh, King James Version. Okay. Ye shall not make any cuttings on your flesh for the dead, nor print any marks upon you. I am the Lord. Also, again, we have to look at the context of this verse because if you keep reading it, um, keep reading Jonah, it. keep reading this verse in your... Uh, King James accent. Oh, my God. <laughs> where, where was I? Oh. <clears throat> Do not prostitute thy daughter to cause her to be a whore. Oh, my God. <laughs> lest, to la- lest the land fall to whoredom and the land become full of wickedness. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Damn, whoredom. I've never heard that word before. <laughs> Ye shall keep my Sabbaths and reverence my sanctuary. I am the Lord. Regard not them that have familiar spirits, neither seek after wizards to be defiled by them. I am the Lord your God. He says, I am the Lord your God. After all of these. (laughs) Just to remind you. (laughs) (laughs) Thou shalt not raise up before the hoary head the honor of... The whore? (laughs) The honor? The face? The... That's not how you spell honor. That's a different word. You are. That's still honor. Probably like old English. No, it's how they spell it in like. Okay, Canada. actually, okay. Regardless, <laughs> for the, we're not going to read all the way down to there. <laughs> but later, it talks about how you sh- how you shouldn't eat meat with blood in it, and you know, old stuff like this. And it's just talking to, I think it's talking to the Israelites back then. But just in short, I don't believe it's talking about tattoos markings because what they would do back then is someone died, they would like cut stuff like stuff in them. Yeah, or something. Um, some. 
And they still do it in like uh like African and, yeah like yeah I was about some to say. African uh, cultures like if you kill there was someone, a movie called Black Panther where the main <laughs> bad guy Killmonger he he puts a scar on his chest for every guy that he kills. Nice. Exactly. <laughs> so like the, yeah they'd make like a like a little cut and the, they'd make a scar and that was like their kill count. I'm not exactly sure how it works. So if I'm completely wrong there, I'm very sorry to anyone who. I'll put a link in the description of a YouTube video I watched that really really clear. Lisa um talks about all, all this and it's That's really another good. like question that you hear a lot like can Christian get tattoos and that ties you make a short this. on that too but so the Bible never says <laughs> it's not okay to get a tattoo because we just referred that verse and you can go watch the well, other the, video talked uh, about to clarify just, that for you but didn't the other version just say like thou shalt not tattoo thy skin yeah but that's why mm. I read the King James because it's talking about that specific um tradition of when someone was dying oh okay like marking. Another part of that tradition was like, or like mourning was just like ripping their clothes. Yeah, I mean, that's and I mean, okay, you don't like see. I, I, I mean, personally, I've never seen someone mourning and they just you know shred Strip their them. Gucci <laughs> shirt. But anyways, so before you get a tattoo, because in the Bible it doesn't, it does say don't get a tattoo, but it's in a different context. Um, why are you getting the tattoo? Um, so I guess like. It goes back to the like living godly lifestyle. If you're not getting it to honor God, don't get it. And then I guess people would ask like, well, how would a tattoo honor God? Well, you could first the off cross. Like, it's a good it's a good conversation <laughs> start too, probably. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, what's that tattoo you got? It's a good reminder too. Yeah, and like it's almost like wearing a like a cross necklace. Yeah. You look down every time and be like, damn. <laughs> and I guess once you get one, you there's no turning back if you're ever caught by like someone that doesn't <laughs> like Christians. Um, and then what message are you communicating to others that see that tattoo? Are you giving a bad message or are you giving a message that brings, you know, hope or information about the truth? And I guess this is just <laughs> advice. Remember, for- guys, tattoos land uh, last forever. And when you're really old and saggy, it look awful. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the tattoo question. Um, so, mom. yeah, you can get tattoos. Definitely go research that Levit- uh, Leviticus verse. Um, I'll leave that. YouTube video that I watched in the um, description because it's really good. Um, next question. Pineapples and Proverbs. Pineapples and Proverbs asks, when was the time that you have gone the extra mile to share your faith in Jesus with someone else? You know, I just see Jesus all the time that I don't even have. No. <laughs> uh, I went no extra mile. <laughs> I went the extra mile in uh, sixth grade. We made peanut butter and jelly sandwiches <laughs> for the lift ri- the the lift operators that were operating oh. the ski lift, and we would hand them the peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, and we would say, "Jesus loves you." It's so sad we have to reference to something like five so. years ago <laughs> for this example. But no, I I can't really think of a time where I just you know go the extra mile and telling someone about Jesus. Maybe and wearing yeah, the hat me- counts. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, me too, and I I wish it was different. So I'm gonna. Yeah, I wish it was a story where it could be like. Yeah, so I just I had the calling on my heart, and I just told this dude in the line. I just pulled him out of the line. I was like, "You need Jesus, and listen up." <laughs> That'd be like a cool story, but I don't I don't have one like that. Unfortunately, I'm we're pretty all sure there was like a some like oh, I can't say that word. I'm pretty sure there was like a mean bus driver because you know they're driving buses all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for like twenty five bucks an hour, it's yeah. crazy. But still, um, th- it was like a a big deal about not wearing a mask. And um, so like three people asked me if I have a mask and I'm like, no, is there one on the bus? And they're like, yeah, but you need a mask to get on the bus. I'm like, what's the point? Anyways, I get on the bus. I'm like, sir, do you have a mask? And he's like, and he's like, do you have a mask? (laughs) I'm like, no, can I have one please? And he's like, sure. And then I guess yeah, I got on. I was like, "Jesus loves you, sir." And then I got <laughs> my seat. The extra mile. The extra right mile there. was just those few words. That's the extra mile right there. But you know, small things like that can change people. Um, that like more than we can sometimes imagine. So it'll be cool to when we get in heaven to see what those small, being nice to someone or saying something, how that changed people's lives or changed an outlook or thought process in someone. But we'll hop on to the next question. Sorry, pineapples and proverbs. Send us a, a time you shared Jesus the extra mile. I'd, yeah. li- I'd like to hear that. Yeah, let's yeah. let's let's hear it. No, I'm just, she she probably is like 14 <laughs> or something. <laughs> Another question we get all the time: What's your opinion on Christians and cussing? I'm just gonna read this verse and uh, we'll be done with it. 
Ephesians 4.29, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful in building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. I so, freaking love God. <laughs> take that with what you will, but Christians cuss all the time. They're not, it's a, I mean, yeah, it could be a sin. It may be a sin. It's probably not what Jesus would do, so don't do it. Um, we all cuss, so we, we're question. working on Next it. Next question. But, you know. Uh, Aaron asks, "What did godly? Oh, wait, wait. She she sent in a voice message, so I'm gonna I'm gonna play that. Um, while wow, Luke's finding the voice message. Before Jesus, oh, look how fast I am, bro. You ready? Huh. All right. So next question we have is from Aaron. She actually sent in a voice message. So you guys should also send in voice messages because they're awesome. Um, so if you ever have a question, don't hesitate to send in a voice message. Here's Aaron's. Before Jesus like came to Earth, like people could still like pray, right?" like John the Baptist and all that stuff. Um, and I was just wondering, like, what, like, the people's relationship was with God. Um, so, like, before Jesus, because, like, now, like, through Jesus, um, well, his death and resurrection, we have eternal life and all that stuff. So I was just wondering, like, what it was like before, if you guys know. Uh, so, yeah. I think Great I question. Know. I love your accent. It's yeah. pretty cool. It's pretty. Yeah, that's, that's Shout cool. out from all our Switzerland huh? listeners. Aaron's from Switzerland. Sent us the, the letter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I still don't know if it's Aaron or. Uh, Did you ever figure out her actual name? I think it's Aaron. I don't know. Perfect. <laughs> well, Aaron, um, I think what you're talking about is like in the Old Testament, right? When yeah. uh, Before Jesus died on the cross. Um, I think the is like, I'm just going to do it from like the Israelites' like perspective point of view, right? They must have thought he was, um, like, a god, which he is. But, like, you know, in the way that probably, like, the Greeks thought about their god. Because when they're standing at the Red Sea and Moses is like, hey, y'all, watch this, and he just parts it, mm-hmm. they were probably like, that I is I wonder how many fish were late to work because of him, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, boss, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> Moses parted the sea. <laughs> no, but they probably thought, like, he was... Like, they didn't. They, they didn't have a face for him. I would imagine. No, but like, I feel like in the Old Testament, even like, they still had personal relationships with God Himself because He would like in the Old Testament, God talked, talked to more people lot, like with a loud yeah. voice, which is awesome. But like, He talked to Noah, He talked to all these people, and then later on, He started using prophets and people like that. He He said He even um, like walked with Adam in the garden. I don't know if that yeah. means there's like there was just like no, a yeah, voice they were literally walking next to each other and just like talking about things. <sighs> Lucky but, man. Okay, so here's my answer. The Bible, from the beginning, from from Genesis, it talks about that God was going to send the ultimate sacrifice, his son. He tells Eve, you're going to bear the child that will eventually (laughs) bring the Messiah. Yeah, crush the serpent's head. So through the whole Bible, people could look forward to the Savior and the Messiah. Just I feel like I feel like they looked forward to it as like we're looking for his return. You know what I mean? So the whole time they still have this promise that yes, it will be possible for your sins to be forgiven. So they still knew they could spend eternity with God and they still knew God existed. So in a sense it was the same as we believe now, I think, but just uh, maybe a little different in like they didn't maybe see him as much of as, as of a friend or as like a father figure, more of like a God, like you were talking about, like a yeah. Greek God kind of thing. But they still had, they still believed in him. They still had the promise that they could spend eternity with him. And they still had, they obviously had the law because they didn't have Jesus' ultimate sacrifice. But Jesus' sacrifice covers everything that's been done in the past and everything and done in the future. Because yes, they had sacrifices, but those things were more, they didn't really take care of all your sin, right? There's too much sin for animal sacrifice to take care of. So Jesus is dying on the cross, forgave everyone in the past, present, and future. Um, and their faith was built upon what God revealed to us from the beginning so that Jesus was coming back. Um, and there's so many stories of, like, the Bible talking about people having faith in God and trusting him. So we're saved by having faith in God, so they are saved. Um, so they're in heaven. Um, Let's go. Yeah. And I guess we're kind of lucky because Jesus already died for us, so we kind of know the full picture already, which is cool. Um, so now we're just looking forward to his return. They must have had, like, a stronger faith that way in a, in a sense as well because um, they couldn't 
really. I mean, they could hear him, but they didn't have the promise. Well, not everyone that they were could going hear him either, too. Like people still can hear God today. But yeah. The stories in the Bible just make it sound super obvious that he was talking to us or a person specifically. And he also like sent anointed people like uh, Samuel. Yeah. Uh, they're he the prophets. His, he had his judges like uh, yeah Samuel and Ruth and mm-hmm. or not yeah Ruth stuff like that. Next question, J Jace Jaceda, I don't know how to say your name. Um, next podcast, can you speak on dinosaurs? Lol. L O L. I think we should just. I think the so this kind of this whole argument on was there dinosaurs in the Bible and all this stuff kind of relates to a bigger argument with within Christianity, and it's kind of like the argument of is evolution true or is um, creationism taken literally in Genesis and, like, all these things. So it's, like, a bigger topic. I have, yeah, can I share my opinion on this? Yeah. So. No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So my my personal truth is that fossils are, like, stuff that got flooded when God was, like, whoosh. (laughs) Remember that that fun time? Yeah, it's basically, I think the fossils are from, like, animals that died and got like sedimented into the earth when God flooded. Yeah. Earth. So your and car then, is running on dead dinosaur bones right now. Well, How everyone believes that you know dinosaurs yeah. are the yeah. source of fuel. But also, um, the way like the reason I don't believe in like actual dinosaurs or evolution is because the way carbon rate like radiocarbon dating works mm-hmm. is um. We talked about this with the Kyle episode. Oh. Well, yeah, they basically just measure, like, the half-life of an atom that exists in the fossil. So it's not, like, genuine proof. Yeah, I mean, I guess the basic argument is it it was either millions or billions of years that created Earth, or it was a matter of thousands of years. I personally believe in the thousands of years because you can read all these science books, and then you can be like, yeah, that happened like that because of the flood, and everything makes sense. Like... There's layers and like rock layers, and there's like a tree through the whole thing. There's no way each of those layers could have t- taken if millions of years if the whole tree would have been alive in those short seconds. And so there's just things like that. You, you can also see like um, the strata in mountains. Um, they're all like all roughly the same age because if it was over like millions and millions of years, the the bottom layers would like rot a lot more because like rock can still decay like mm-hmm. over especially like that long of a period of time the rock would eventually like start to like decay and stuff but they're all like the same color and they're the same thing i'm talking about like you know like the lines and hills that you see in cliffs and stuff also if you believe in evolution you can't believe that dinosaurs commingled with humans because they were just so much further back in our past there's dinosaur dna in dinosaur bones so unless i guess like you believe dna cells, yeah can survive for millions of years. Uh, that's your truth, but <laughs> whatever. And if you really want to talk about creation and evolution, I listened to an amazing series as a child, Jonathan Park. Ah, uh, yes. You can go listen to that. Jonathan Park Great is show. amazing. Um, so next, uh, well, I guess we'll talk about dinosaurs in the Bible. There's verses in the Bible where it talks about, um, what, the behemoth or something? Uh, Leviathan. Leviathan. And it had like a tail as big as a cedar or oak tree. But yeah, it talks about dinosaurs and that they could have been a real thing. Not super, you know, dinosaurs existed kind of thing. But yeah, like there's hints in the Bible that dinosaurs were probably doing things with humans. And like there's so many drawings from like yeah, cave drawings older um, people. Speech, donkey men. No, not like, like there were humans like <laughs> you, we are. But that, you know, they fought dragons. They hunted them down. They did mm-hmm. all these things. Like um, even in the Middle Ages, like Sir George and the dragon painting. Yeah. That's really famous. Anyhow... Um, next question is from Amis, Amis, something like that. Uh, this is your question, Aiden. Do you want to, do you want to read that? Can you read it and I'll answer it? Yeah, Jenna can read it. Hey, stumbled across your podcast on YouTube and it's absolutely epic. Just wondering for a Q&A, if it is, have, hasn't been done yet, about friends relying on crystals and like moon cycles, crazy stuff. Aha. For life decisions for life decisions and tests and how to respond to that. Aiden, um, I think you did some research on this. Yeah. So I found something in Isaiah forty seven, Isaiah forty seven thirteen through like thirteen or fourteen. Um and it says 
Okay, hold on. I just need a little disclaimer. I'm pretty sure, like, healing crystals are, are like, related to astrology, right? I can tell you, but, you know, all, I think they all fall in the same category of putting your trust in something that's not God. Exactly. That's what this verse has to do with. So it says, you are worn out with your consultations. So let the astrologers and stargazers, the monthly horoscope makers, and forward... Uh, ah, my mouth just twitched. Come forward now and save you from the things that come upon you. And then he continues, he says, look, they will be like... Wait, he says, look, they will be like straw. The fire will consume them. And so the first part of that is like... you want to read what verse that was in? I did. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> um, so the first part where you're saying like, yeah, go turn to your stargazers and your horoscope makers. Yeah, like, let them save you. Mm -hmm. That was sarcasm. Yeah, it's sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it also kind of has to do with... Um, I don't remember which. I think he's like almost is. like almost in like in the same sense. Like if he could have, he would have added like, "Go turn to your rocks and stuff like that." Yeah, it would have been like, "Yeah, go look at go like turn to your crystals and pray to them and see what happens." Yeah. <laughs> well, and also, I also want to add like, yeah, you can look at astrology and there is signs of probably the future and like, you can use there's it's like it's like the force almost in Star Wars. There's the <laughs> light side and there's also the dark side. The dark side still has power, obviously the the light side can destroy the dark side, but there's still power in that. And there's still ways you can communicate with the dead. Like there's, there's verses in the Bible, like where Saul goes to um, a medium and she brings up Samuel's spirit and he talks to him like things like that exist and things like that are real. There is a dark power that comes from Satan. Um, like we, had, yeah, like we had Wolfgang's girlfriend on and she yeah. talked about like the stuff that she used to do mm -hmm. as like a former Funny, medium yeah. and everything. The way Kyle was, ex the way Kyle explained it to me is that like, Putting power, or yeah, he said saying that there's saying that there's power in something besides. <laughs> oh my gosh, my jaw just twitched again. <laughs> saying that there's power in something besides God is basically putting power in Satan. Mm -hmm. You're trusting Satan and not God. This goes back to the whole like, who do you trust and what's your truth? But I like how Kyle put it. Like, yeah, the stars may portray the future and the truth. But don't look to the creation. Look to the creator who made those stars for the for your answers. Don't look at the stars that he made. Look at the creator that made the stars for your real true answers. So um I think I think we answered that one pretty well. Yeah. Good job, Aiden. Let's go. Um let's go, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that really sums it up for the Q and A. So I just want to remind everyone that truth becomes our reality. So make sure you have the correct truth. Um and research your truth and don't just base it off what we say or what others say. Go read the Bible. Look at other facts that you can, you know, just just actually apply your mind and don't rely on what other people say and look for yourself. And I think you'll find that, yeah, Jesus and the Bible are the real truth. So, yeah, um, I'd like to apologize if this podcast was a bit messy, <laughs> but um, I think we we got our point across. Yeah. So thank you for we listening and sticking around to the end if you're still here. Smash that like button, guys. <laughs> we always uh, love reading the reviews. Ring that bell. <laughs> we always love reading the reviews on the uh, Apple podcast. <laughs> so if you guys want to leave a review, you know, write something there. Subscribe. Go Don't check out the to shorts. Don't forget to turn on notifications. Click that bell and you'll, you won't miss anything. Ring that, that bell, baby. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Goodbye. Jesus is my friend. Jesus is a friend of mine. I have a friend in Jesus. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is my friend.